0: Oh my gosh! I cannot tell you, guys, ladies and gentlemen. So excited to have Kelsey joining me on the show. She literally, she just, just her smile, like it's just like, yep, there she is. She's there. She's hanging out. Plus, Kelsey, you're such a valuable addition to our industry. You've been you've been with Andy Mac for well over seven years. You understand the industry. And for those who don't know you, uh, you must not be paying attention at all. You know, if you don't know this incredible woman. You're missing out. You need to follow her. You need to, you need to be engaged with her because she really is. She's added so much to our industry. But for those who don't know you, Kelsey, give everybody a little bit of introduction to Kelsey. Oh
1: my gosh. Well, first off, Josh, if I could just bottle up your energy and sell it, I think that alone would make me millions. Um. Uh, well,
0: thank you. <laughs> you know, one of these days we'll figure that out. But until then, we're just going. We're going. We'll
1: get there. Um, hey friends, hey fam. Um, you know, honestly, a little intro on me, you know, I Soon to be uh, Mrs. Kelsey Suarez. We're getting married yeah, next May. Uh, wedding planning, building an empire. Um, Annie Mac Home Mortgage has has been my home, yes, for the last almost eight years. And wow, you know, time's flying. Started out as an executive assistant, and you know, got to kind of really see, looking up at all of the phenomenal humans that support our organization and people outside the industry that. You know, ultimately, it was about studying and examining the characteristics of mm. successful people and wanting to replicate, emulate, um, have an opportunity to to really create my own path. So for the last eight years, yeah, I've been representing Nanny Mack, um, market developer, strategic growth coach, friend to many of the amazing producers out in the world. Um, recruiting is not the only thing I do, and I, I certainly as much as I appreciate the opportunity to step in and diagnose and prescribe, um, there's also a switch that we can also turn off and and we can be friends and we can uh, compete and still cheer each other on.
0: I love that. See, that's the mentality that we need more of. The conversations from leaders like yourself who, who can say that, they can say, hey, you know what? On the court, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm bringing my A game all day long. It's going to happen. But- We can still we can be friends. Like we can totally support each other, and that's why I've you know I've shared this in a few groups. This is for everybody. This entire conversation. It doesn't matter if you're retail, wholesale, broker, banker. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what we're going to be talking about today. We've all gone through it. We've transitioned at one time or another. And you mentioned Kelsey for all you recruiters out there, all you people looking to grow your company, grow your business. This conversation is going to be key. So if you have somebody in that growth department of your company and they're not watching right now, you need to tag them. You need to share this with them. Say hey, go check out. Josh and Kelsey's conversation because this is truly going to be valuable. Now more than ever, Kelsey, in 2021, companies are growing. 2020 was a banner year for so many of us. And so many companies are looking to grow. And there's they're but they're asking themselves, they're like, Well, how do I like, how do I start to transition LOs over here? What does the onboarding process look like? It's a daunting process, it's super overwhelming. So I want to because you made a post on LinkedIn and I reached out to you, and I'm like, Kelsey, this was brilliant. Animac has this process, and again, every company's different, but you guys have kind 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 of found your niche in this. You're like, Hey, you know what? Like, this is how we do it. But, and you guys kind of have a unique experience So, kind of talk about how does that transition look for you guys?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, number one change is, is inevitable in life, in business. And, you know, it always comes with blast that, that fear and the unknown is education and and it's action and it's accountability. Mm. And it's, Just sometimes realizing that that's where growth is. So, you know, whether you are, you know, stepping into the fall, looking to grow your business or maintain your business, you're going to be assessing and evaluating. And at Mm -hmm. least you should be doing your research, understanding what you have versus what you could have or understanding, are you in your best alignment um, and the best ways to do that is to go out and ask questions, right? Do your research, mastermind, spend time with other really successful people, spend time with your competitors, um, those who are willing to share those secrets. So, you know, transition can be a scary, scary word. Absolutely. And so many people, especially I transition people that have been through companies for 12 years um, where that's all they know. Maybe they've never transitioned before or maybe, um, you know, it's just never the right time. Yes. So the main thing truly is preparation. And, and I can certainly go into some of the ways that we do prep, but yeah. ultimately transition. And as we s- take a look at ourselves, we're transitioning every day through evolvement of our personal lives, professional lives. And if you're not transitioning in some way, shape or form, um, fitness, met, you know, meditation, um, transition into higher levels of conversations and vulnerability, then you're not growing. So it's it's normal.
0: That's so deep on so many, like you said, there's transitions is, are happening in our lives all the time. Like you said, mentally, physically, emotionally, like you're going through it, you're getting married. Like that's that, like emotionally, mentally, like there's so much change that happens when you get married. Like you have somebody like, I know, remind me of his name, I always forget his name, you can call him G. Jersey. I was going to say, I, I say, everybody knows, like, there's a nickname. I know he's got a nickname, G. So, G's one of those guys. He's incredible. And if you see you two on Instagram, guys, if you don't follow Kelsey on Instagram or LinkedIn, you see these cool pictures. But going through change like that, like, it is, it's mental, like, it's emotional. And you think. Mm-hmm. Marriage is one thing, but going through, like you said, I know LOs, I know mortgage professionals in our industry that have been with companies, like you said, 12, 15, 20 years. And now they're looking to make a change. Companies are evolving. Processes are evolving. Our industry is evolving. And that- that change messes with people mentally. You have to be working on yourself outside of just here in the business. Of course, hey, we got to be masters of our craft. Absolutely. But there's so much more that goes into that. And that's why your process in particular and why you are such so incredible at that is you, you understand that. You see that as a company, like bringing people over. There's so much more than, uh, hey, we just got to make sure your pipeline comes over. There's a lot more than that, right? A
1: lot more. Yes. And, you know, a lot of times, too, it's consulting with the the spouses and and the partners within the team and the team members members. And everybody really needs to be on board. Um, You know, so I think, like I said, preparation. So being able to customize. I've got an 18 million dollar producer and I have three hundred and fifteen million dollar producer individually with with teams, of course, that come with that. Um, but no matter the size—small, medium, large, mega, ultra, ultra large—right? You're you're looking at all different types of of plans behind that. So, you know, from everything from preparation to marketing, um, you know, I have a pipeline manager. Um, shout out to John Arniotis, who is also the onboarding and transition director. Um, so it helps that the pipeline manager is also the onboarding and transition director to, yes, of course, keep. The education flowing, keep the next steps moving, but he sees what's coming down the pike 90 days in advance, just like a loan officer with their with their loans. They need an operations manager. Um, so it's important to have somebody with the eyes constantly focused on what's coming and, you know, also looking at problems and finding solutions before they arise, because that's where, you know, the lack of preparation. Sometimes people are dealing with fires, crazy onboardings, and just sometimes not what they expected.
0: Ooh, I, expectations, setting expectations. I'm so glad you went there because every transition, every company is a little bit different. I, again, there's it, it's kind of similar in the way of like, hey, like you mentioned, you, you have your pipeline, you have CRM, you have getting everything connected, but expectations, setting those expectations when somebody's coming over, I think is critical to the process because I've been part of those companies before. I won't say any names, but when I've transitioned over to companies, they're saying, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to like, we're going to have you up and running within, you know, a couple of days, it'll be no problem. The next thing you know, you know, we're four weeks in. I still like, it's just a cluster. Everything's everywhere. Setting proper expectations, letting people know like, Hey, of course, this is a process when you're changing. Like when, when you make a transition, when you've been with a company, like you said, for 12 years, you need, you need to expect like, Hey, there's going to be this, but you guys at Animac and, and you in particular, you set up that process and you set those expectations right up front with them. Like, Hey, Here's what you here's what you can expect going into this transition. And I honestly think that's probably one of those things. We as mortgage professionals, we set expectations with the consumer. Like, how would it be any different if we're making a tra- transition to another company? We need to have those realistic expectations going into a move to a new company, right?
1: Yeah, and you're running a business, therefore you want to be performing at the utmost highest levels and delivering the best customer service and you know, it's, it's really a team that operates that way in my world, um, yeah. you know, from training and development um, to having a, a designated pod that you're assigned to. I think the most the people get the most frustrated that I hear during transition is, is they don't have answers. They don't have the go-to person. They don't have somebody to handhold them. You know, we've assigned basically 120-day um, team designated to that, a bat line, you call that phone, you're getting somebody on that phone and like clockwork. And so that, you know, like I said, there's timing for all of this stuff. There's a roadmap that exists. And again, it's not cookie cutter, the same for every single person. You have to create that magic and designing, um, those workflows and that transition process to, to make that, you know, strong, you know, from understanding the personalities, dispersonality profiling people yep. before they come on board, knowing what their natural and adaptive behaviors are and how they respond, how they learn, how yep. they, why they're, how they're inspired. What's their why, what motivates them? Um, so really being able to kind of have that multi-prong approach that creates the awareness and also having that person that's, Running point because when there's too many cooks in the kitchen, that's when things can get messy.
0: It gets chaotic. But you mentioned something like, so you guys have a roadmap. You have like, you have the process laid out, but something that is so critical that I've seen many companies fall short on is. They're so stuck on that process of like, okay, hey, you, you know, we're gonna onboard you here and go through A through Z. Every one of us is different, like you said, from disc profiles, understanding what makes people tick. Like, like, oh, you know, Kel- Kelsey and I are very, very different people. If you have that process so set in stone, like, well, no, Josh and Kelsey, they have to go through the exact same process. It may be phenomenal for you, but it may be terrible for me. So you as everybody who's on board and going through that, if you're part of that pod, if you're part of that team, you have to understand getting to know someone. You even talked about spouses. I have to give a shout out. One of my old partners, something that he did so phenomenally when he was onboarding me, like we went and he, he got to know my spouse. He got to know my wife. Well, like he got to know the things that were really important to me. And that's what ultimately made me make that transition over there is because he really spent the time. He wanted to know what my long-term goals were, what my long-term future was. And like you said, it's worth the investment now in people because that's what we're in the business of. We're in the business of people, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. If you make that investment now in them, they'll like, like you said, they'll stay with you 10, 12, 14. We're a loyal group for the most part. Us mm-hmm. originators, we're a loyal family, right?
1: Yeah. And I think too, like that word family and knowing, okay, putting the importance of their livelihood in our hands and how much that means to us and not just making those promises. And and I think one of the other most powerful things that you can do to share the credibility of your transition Mm -hmm. process out there is to get your originators on the phones with other originators who are 60, 90, 120 days ahead of them where they can say, you know, well, this really worked for me, you know, Trust me, there's things we're always evolving with. Not everything's perfect, but there's ways for us to say, all right, let's course correct and getting those originators on the phones so they can start to build that relationship, be a part of that culture, and also see the vision that they have in their heads for themselves through other people. You know, when people make a transition, they're not doing it to make a lateral move. They're doing it to increase levels of quality of life, Um, you know, financial reasons for business autonomy and controls, and sometimes just pure, beautiful culture. Yeah. Um, so it's important to expose your audience to those people.
0: You know, I'm so glad you brought up culture because I honestly, of all the conversations I've been part of recently, for the most part, when it comes to rates, when it comes to programs, it comes to the, like, we're, there are a lot of similarities. I know there's plenty of people out there who love to argue, well, we have better rates and we have blah, 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 blah. We have... Let's just call a spade a spade, ladies and gentlemen. It is what it is. But culture, what you mentioned there, Kelsey, I think that's where we continue to see companies who are really good become the best and really start to excel. And I've been, I mean, I've been to Animax campus, I've been to plenty of other mortgage companies' campuses. And what really separate, separates, what really differentiates the good ones from the, the great ones. Is that culture. You show up and the people there, like you said, introducing other LOs who have already gone through the process, starting to build that family, starting to build that culture prior to. Because when they make that trend, the hardest part of a transition is showing up to an office on day one and like that awkward, like not knowing anybody and having to go through that experience like, oh, hey, like, you know, you have to go through that. Like you, you said, we talked about this earlier, that mentally is difficult because you're already struggling with a transition. You're wondering how your consumers are going to go through that. And now you have to, you yourself have to go through that transition as well. You're like, man, this is, this is hard. I don't know anybody here. Starting that process early. So when they show up on day one, you got people walking up and down like, hey, I know COVID is weird, but like for the most part, walking up like, hey, Kelsey, good to see you here. You know, talking with you weeks ago. I'm so excited mm-hmm. to have you part of the family. That is critical. I think that part of the process is literally what will continue to drive transition in our industry. Yes. What do you think?
1: I think it's the most, if not the most important piece of the puzzle and i yeah. think the uh, the fellowship the community the um you know masterminding being able to ping pong ideas off of one another like in my world you know my guys and gals are my brothers and my sisters and when we can you know they know the details of my life and yes i've been there for 8 years and they've seen me grow from a 22 year old college girl to where i'm at today and and that's cool but you know the the massachusetts top leaders or BFFs with our New Jersey and Florida guys. And they have their own masterminding panels that we've set up throughout the organization with producers that are doing the same. Um, and then we plug same amount of production. And then we plug in someone that's doing maybe double the amount and then they're passing along those knowledge nuggets. So it really is such a cool open door policy. It's not, you know, this is what I got and barricading it in. It's, It's more of I know that I will gain if I give and that will continue to shine throughout the whole industry.
0: That right there, you're you're gonna gain more if you're willing to give. You have to have that giving mentality, sharing ideas, collaborating, especially as a team. Like those are the cultures that ultimately win. Those are the cultures that everybody wants to be part of. That's what recruiting is all about. If you're creating that culture, somebody comes in and they see lo, they see originators, they see teams in like working together, sharing ideas, helping one another grow. Those are the we all want to be part of that. We all have we're all human nature is we want to be part of a family. We want to be surrounded by people who care about us, people who love us so you companies everybody listening if you're a recruiter if you're going through like hey we want to grow this next year in 2021 2022 kelsey is dropping bombs really like you should be like taking copious notes and be like oh my gosh like i need to learn more i need to be doing this or kelsey Mm -hmm. she's gonna just take them right from under you she's gonna do it so you better be paying attention kelsey this has been a brilliant conversation we're starting to run up on time here and what i've been doing with conversations like this just to kind of add some fun uh, some personal relationships, some personal questions. I'm going to throw, we are good friends at pod decks. Send us a new pod deck, actually new pod deck question. If you guys don't have pod decks, reach out to them. They're not a sponsor of the show. I just, I have a lot of respect for them. A lot of people are saying, well, I don't know what to talk about. What questions should I ask? These are, these are great ideas. So these are totally random. I'm going to throw them out here. We're going to draw a couple of cards. You, you ready? I'm ready. I'm taking. Here we go. Right. Drawn one, not looked in first question. Uh, if you were given, oh, this is a fun one. If you were given a thousand dollars to spend on your closest friend, what would you give them?
1: Oh my goodness! We would go to some destination resort, and we would unplug, and we would go together and and rejuvenate, and get some vitamin D and
0: Ooh.
1: and a, uh, a spa day.
0: Oh, I see that experience. You mentioned something right there. Experience. You're creating an experience for that person. You're not buying them a purse. I know shoes or purse. Some people are like, oh, get a, you know, a a purse, which I don't even know what purses cost these days, but experience. You're not going to go have an experience with that person that you could money. Can't buy something like that. A thousand bucks to go hang out with a spa with one of your best friends. Love that, guys Kelsey's a thinker. Okay. Next question. (laughs) If you could make one of your hobbies into a profession, which one would it be?
1: Oh, I love writing guided meditations and Ooh. I would open up a studio and I would have anyone and everyone as big as the space can hold, or I would multiply it. Um, and I would help touch the lives of others through breath work, through guided meditation, through um, Wim Hof. You should check Wim Hof out, also known as Iceman. Yeah. Um, but just giving people that peace of mind, that release button, that uh, that healing.
0: I have an idea of a future episode. We're gonna get on here. We're gonna we're gonna calm everybody down through some breathing, Kelsey. we're gonna do a show just. A like, <laughs> the, like, yes, I was gonna say that's going in my head now. There you go. See, that's what we do, people. That's what we do. Okay, here we go. Last one. If you could install one piece of advice in a baby's mind, what advice would you give? Baby,
1: that's- you. This is the first thing that comes to mind. But baby, you are fearless, and Ooh. you are you are capable of anything um, just the fearless attitude. You gave
0: me goosebumps. Look at that. You gave me goosebumps. That's a good one. <laughs>
1: yeah. I can't wait to have a little, a little
0: nugget one day, a little Bambino. <laughs> well, I, I love, and you and G are going to be incredible parents. Get married first. You'll have that. And then you'll have kids down the road, but I can see you guys being incredible parents. And that is fearless. Like that life is all about, like, you have to be willing to take risks. You have to be fearless. Go out, try it, make mistakes, mm-hmm. learn from them, get better from them. Man, now mm-hmm. what Mic drop. We're out on that, ladies and gentlemen. What better way to end with Kelsey? Such an incredible, ladies and gentlemen. There was so much in this episode. Go back and watch it. Go share it with your recruiting team. Go share it. If you're looking to grow, these are the tips. And we just barely got into this. We could have gone into so many details, but there were so many little nuggets in there that you guys can do and start implementing today within your company to really grow and to help that onboarding, that transition be as smooth as possible. So huge shout out to Kelsey. Kelsey, you're amazing. Thanks so much for joining us and sharing your, all your insights today.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me. And yeah, anybody watching this wanna pick my brain, um, we're an open door, we share, we, we believe um, sharing is caring and uh, definitely Josh, admire everything you do, the energy you bring, what education, and and also the, the stage that you give people to stand on. It's beautiful. So thank you for having me.
0: Oh, well, thank you so very much guys. Reach out to Kel. She really is an open book and that's why I have so much respect, so much admiration for her and her entire team. Reach out to her. And that's what we're all about here. Shred. Like she said, she started this episode so perfectly. We need one another. We're willing to share. We're willing to collaborate. If we don't, we will ultimately lose in the end. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. We love you. Now it's time for all of you to go shred, go show up. Hustle. Repeat every day. See you.